0: Le'olam va'ed. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there will be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos eight, eleven, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Vayelech, and it means, And he went. Deuteronomy 31, 1-7 When Moses had finished giving these instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me you will not cross the Jordan River, but the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river just as the Lord promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land just as he destroyed Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will hand you over to the people who live there, and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Then Moses called for Joshua, and as all Israel watched, he said to him, Be strong and courageous. For you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors He would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. Isaiah 45.11-48.11 to 48, 11. This is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and your Creator. Do you question what I do for my children? Do you give me orders about the works of my hands? I am the one who made the earth, who created people to live on it. With my hands I stretched out the heavens. All the stars are at my command. I will raise up Cyrus to fulfill my righteous purpose, and I will guide his actions. He will restore my city and free my captive people without seeking a reward. I, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. This is what the Lord says. You will rule the Egyptians, the Ethiopians, and the Sabaeans. They will come to you with all their merchandise, and it will be all yours. They will follow you as prisoners in chains. They will fall to their knees in front of you and say, God is with you, and He is the only God, there is no other. Truly, O God of Israel, our Savior, you work in mysterious ways. All craftsmen who make idols will be humiliated. They will all be disgraced together. But the Lord will save the people of Israel with eternal salvation throughout everlasting ages. They will never again be humiliated and disgraced. For the Lord is God, and He created the heavens and earth and put everything in place. He made the world... To be lived in, not to be a place of empty chaos. I am the Lord, he says, and there is no other. I publicly proclaim bold promises. I do not whisper obscurities in some dark corner. I would not have told the people of Israel to seek me if I could not be found. I, the Lord, speak only what is true and declare only what is right. Gather together and come, you fugitives from surrounding nations! What fools they are who carry around their wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save! Consult together, argue your case, get together and decide what to say. Who made these things known so long ago? What idol ever told you they would happen? Was it not I, the Lord? For there is no other God but me. A righteous God and Savior, there is none but me. Let all the world look to me for salvation. For I am God, there is no other. I have sworn by my own name, I have spoken the truth, and I will never go back on my word. Every knee will bend to me, and every tongue will declare, Allegiance to me. The people will declare, The Lord is the source of all my righteousness and strength, and all who were angry with him will come to him and be ashamed. In the Lord all the generations of Israel will be justified, and in him they will boast. Bel and Nebo, the gods of Babylon, bow as they are lowered to the ground. They are being hauled away on ox carts. The poor beasts stagger under the weight. Both the idols and their owners are bowed down. The gods cannot protect the people, and the people cannot protect the gods. They go off into captivity together. Listen to me, descendants of Jacob, all you who remain in Israel. I have cared for you since you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime, until your hair is white with age. I made you, and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Some people pour out their silver and gold, and hire a craftsman to make a God from it. Then they bow down and worship it. They carry it around on their shoulders, and when they set it down, it stays there. It can't even move. And when someone prays to it, there is no answer. It can't rescue anyone from trouble. Do not forget this. Keep it in mind. Remember this, you guilty ones. Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. I will call a swift bird of prey from the east, a leader from a distant land, to come and do my bidding. I have said what I would do, and I will do it. Listen to me, you stubborn people who are so far from doing right. For I am ready to set things right. Not in the distant future, but right now. I am ready to save Jerusalem and show my glory to Israel. Come down, virgin daughter of Babylon, and sit in the dust, for your days of sitting on the throne have ended. O daughter of Babylonia, never again will you be the lovely princess, tender and delicate. Take heavy millstones and grind flour. Remove your veil and strip off your robe. Expose yourself to public view. You will be naked and burdened with shame. I will take vengeance against you without pity. Our Redeemer, whose name is the Lord of Heaven's armies, is the Holy One of Israel. O beautiful Babylon, sit now in darkness and silence. Never again will you be known as the Queen of Kingdoms. For I was angry with my chosen people and punished them by letting them fall into your hands. But you, Babylon, showed them no mercy. You oppressed even the elderly. You said, I will reign forever as queen of the world. You did not reflect on your actions or think about their consequences. Listen to this, you pleasure-loving kingdom, living at ease and feeling secure. You say, I am the only one and there is no other. I will never be a widow or lose my children. Well, both of these things will come upon you in a moment. Widowhood and the loss of your children. Yes, these calamities will come upon you despite... All your witchcraft and magic. You felt secure in your wickedness. No one sees me, you said. But your wisdom and knowledge have led you astray, and you said, I am the only one and there is no other. So disaster will overtake you, and you won't be able to charm it away. Calamity will fall upon you, and you won't be able to buy your way out. A catastrophe will strike you suddenly one for which you are not prepared. Now, use your magical charms. Use the spells you have worked at all these years. Maybe they will do you some good. Maybe they can make someone afraid of you. All the advice you receive has made you tired. Where are all your astrologers, those stargazers who make predictions each month? Let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. But they are like straw burning in a fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. You will get no help from them at all. Their hearth is no place to sit for warmth, and all your friends, those with whom you have done business since childhood, will go their own ways, turning a deaf ear to your cries. Listen to me, O family of Jacob you who are called by the name of Israel and born into the family of Judah. Listen, you who take oaths in the name of the Lord and call on the God of Israel. You don't keep your promises, even though you call yourself the Holy City and talk about depending upon the God of Israel, whose name is the Lord of Heaven's armies, Yahweh Savayot. Long ago I told you what was going to happen. Then suddenly I took action, and all my predictions came true. For I know how stubborn and obstinate you are. Your necks are as unbending as iron. Your heads are as hard as bronze. That is why I told you what would happen. I told you beforehand what I was going to do. Then you could never say my idols did it. My wooden image and metal god commanded it to happen. You have heard my predictions and seen them fulfilled, but you refuse to admit it. Now I will tell you new things, secrets you have not yet heard. They are brand new, not things from the past, so you cannot say we knew that all the time. Yes, I will tell you of things that are entirely new, things you never heard of before, for I know so well what traitors you are. You have been rebels from birth, yet for my own sake, and for the honor of my name, I will hold back my anger and not wipe you out. I have refined you, but not as silver is refined. Rather, I have refined you in the furnace of suffering. I will rescue you for my sake, yes, for my own sake. I will not let my reputation be tarnished, and I will not share my glory with idols." Ephesians 4, 1-16 Therefore I, Paul, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why the scriptures say, When he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says He ascended. This clearly means that Yeshua also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens, so that He might fill the entire universe with Himself. Now these are the gifts Yeshua gave to the Church. The Apostles, the Prophets, the Evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Yeshua. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then, we will no longer be immature like children, We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Yeshua, who is the head of His body, the Church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Psalm 68, 19-35 Praise the Lord. Praise God our Savior. For each day He carries us in His arms. Our God is a God who saves. The Sovereign Lord rescues us from death. But God will smash the heads of his enemies, crushing the skulls of those who love their guilty ways. The Lord says, I will bring my enemies down from Bashan. I will bring them up from the depths of the sea. You, my people, will wash your feet in their blood, and even your dogs will get their share. Your procession has come into view, O God, the procession of my God and King as he goes into the sanctuary. Singers are in front. Musicians behind. Between them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God, all you people of Israel. Praise the Lord, the source of Israel's life. Look, the little tribe of Benjamin leads the way. Then comes a great throng of rulers from Judah, and all the rulers of Zebulun and Naphtali. Summon your might, O God. Display your power, O God, as you have in the past. The kings of the earth are bringing tribute to your temple in Jerusalem. Rebuke these enemy nations, these wild animals lurking in the reeds. This herd of bulls among the weaker calves. Make them bring bars of silver in humble tribute. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Let Egypt come with gifts of precious metals. Let Ethiopia bow in submission to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Sing to the one who rides across the ancient heavens, his mighty voice thundering from the sky. Tell everyone about God's power. His majesty shines down on Israel. His strength is mighty in the heavens. God is awesome in his sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. Proverbs 24, 3, and 4 A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. I'd like to speak to you today from Isaiah. Particularly, we're going to zoom in on chapter 47 and 48. And we're going to take a look at who is this Babylon, the Queen of Kingdoms, this end-of-days Babylon. Who is she, and how does that relate to the end-of-days? So let's jump in to chapter 47, verse 5. O beautiful Babylon, sit now in darkness and silence, never again will you be known as the Queen of of kingdoms and verse 7 you said i will reign forever as queen of the world you did not reflect on your actions or think about their consequences verse 8 listen to this you pleasure-loving kingdom living at ease and feeling secure you say i am the only one and there is no other i will never be a widow or lose my children well both these things will come upon you in a moment. Widowhood and the loss of your children. Okay, so who is this woman? This She represents a nation, an end of days nation, part of the beast system. To find the answer to that, we're going to jump into Revelation chapter 18. And we'll start in verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every fell spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of her wrath, of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies and i heard another voice from heaven saying come out of her my people that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues for her sins have reached unto heaven and god has remembered her iniquities Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, fill to her double. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she says in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. So here, there's our defining verse. This Babylon entity in the end of days that God is going to take out and destroy and judge. She's described as a queen, and she's proclaiming, I am not a widow. So that cross-references to what we just read in Isaiah. I will never be a widow or lose my children. And therefore, verse 8, shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. Okay, let's see if we can unpack some more things to get more of a clue about this end of days Babylon harlot, mystery Babylon harlot. And I'm going to jump down to Revelation 18, verse I'll start in verse twenty-one, but verse twenty-three is our key verse. Revelation eighteen, verse twenty-one, and a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, "Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all." And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in you, and no craftsmen. Of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in you, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in you. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorceries were all nations deceived. Now, that word sorceries in the Greek is pharmakia. Pharmakia. So, we see big pharma making billionaires out of a certain elite group, Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson, as they push and promote the jab the experimental use injection. And this is talking about how they will use magical charms. Coming back into Isaiah chapter 47, verse 11 and 12. So disaster will overtake you, speaking of Babylon, and you won't be able to charm it away. Calamity will fall upon you and you won't be able to buy your way out a catastrophe will strike you suddenly one for which you are not prepared now use your magical charms use the spells you have worked at all these years the spells okay so how does Pharmacia work out a spell well the drugs go into your body and they change you it's experimental use. It's a CRISPR technology, and it changes your DNA. The mRNA literally changes your DNA. And also, spells can be cast upon people through the propaganda machine. The propaganda machine that has a certain message that they convey over and over and over from all the mainstream channels. And so they cast a spell upon the minds of the people, and they get... Deceived. Now notice in Revelation 18, verse 23, For by your sorceries were all nations deceived. For by your pharmakia were all nations deceived. And so there's a great delusion and deception that is associated to this pharmakia that she uses to cast her spells and to um, use her magic charms and the spells that she has used so she, we see that she's going to be a widow, she's going to lose her children, that a great catastrophe is going to strike her suddenly one that she's not prepared for so who is she? is she a, a single uh, entity, a single nation? is she the United States of America? or is she something more than that, like an octopus with tentacles that uh, are global. I used to think it was the United States of America, and I think she's definitely, America is a part of the Babylon end of days system, beast, widow, the entity, the mystery Babylon harlot. But I think that just as corporations transcend national borders, and a corporation, a large corporation like Amazon or Facebook or Microsoft or um twitter their interests transcend national borders in the same way this babylon mystery babylon harlot that has a goblet that the nations have drunk from and gotten drunk with the abominations that are in her cup i think that this babylon entity transcends national borders i think it's part of the deep state The globalists, the New World Order, the Klaus Schwab, and the Bill Gates, and the Noah Yuval Harari, the people who are pushing and promoting uh, the great global reset. They want this one world order, one world government, with the elites in charge, and greatly depopulating the earth, and then those who do survive become their slaves. Let's look at Revelation chapter 17, and this gives us more of a description of this mystery Babylon harlot entity. Revelation 17.1 Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bulls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, and many waters represents many peoples, because the peoples with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and i saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy having seven heads And ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Yeshua. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. So she is a very wicked, very evil entity. And she thinks that she is the queen of the world. But she's going to rapidly become a widow and lose her children. A catastrophe is going to strike her suddenly that she is not prepared for. She will try to use her magical charms and her spells that have worked in the past all these years, but it will not help her when God deals with her. And she uses sorcery, which is pharmakia, to deceive the nations of the world. The merchants have gotten rich from her, the rich men of the world. And so pharmakia, that's a big clue as to who is involved with this mystery Babylon uh, harlot woman, the big pharma, with their jabs that casts spells upon people and the mainstream media with their propaganda machine to program and brainwash people. So we have a Yeshua sighting that I wanted to point out. It's always good to watch for and look for Yeshua when we read in the Old Testament. And in Isaiah, chapter forty five let's um, let's look at verse twenty three I have sworn by my own name I have spoken the truth and I will never go back on my word. every knee will bend to me and every tongue will declare allegiance to me and we can directly cross-reference that to Philippians chapter two verses ten and eleven, where it is written. Uh, We'll start in verse five because uh, that's where the subject is first mentioned, and that gives us context for verses ten and eleven. Philippians chapter two verse five Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Yeshua. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua every knee should bow of things in the heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yeshua is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now, in the King James, whenever you see the word Lord, this is actually a reference to Yod Hevaveh, to Yahweh, and so in Philippians chapter two, verse eleven, this basically this verse is defining who Yeshua is, that every tongue should confess that Yeshua is Yahweh, to the glory of God the Father. Now let's come back to. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 23. I have sworn by my own name, I have spoken the truth, and I will never go back on my word. Every knee will bend to me, and every tongue will declare allegiance to me. Who is that? That is Yeshua. And who is Yeshua? Yeshua is Yahweh. That Yeshua is Lord. So the enemy has obscured that truth. And when we read it in the King James in English, it's Jesus Christ is Lord. And they have done beautiful little songs that every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But really what it's saying is that Yeshua is Yahweh to the glory of God, the Father. So Heavenly Father. I thank you that today you have revealed through your word who this mystery Babylon harlot woman is. And that as we are informed and aware and awake and alert and on guard against this Babylon entity, we are aware of her beguiling magical charms and her deceits, her pharmakia. We thank you, Father, that we are not deceived or in the delusion but that you have given us your truth. And we pray, Lord, that in the time when she is to be judged, that you will pr- protect your remnant people, wherever they are, throughout the nations. In Australia, New Zealand, Japan, China, Europe, America, Africa, Canada, throughout the nations, Southeast Asia, May you protect your remnant people wherever they are when it is time for Babylon, Mystery Babylon the Harlot, to be judged. You say it will be a sudden catastrophe and that she will be taken completely by surprise and that she will not be prepared. May you reveal to us, your remnant people, what that sudden catastrophe is so that we can be prepared and be ready. And most of all, Father, we trust in you. We trust you to protect us. We will not be afraid. What can man do to me? We trust in you. We love you. We bless you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Ye adonai vish mereka ya ye adonai panah- Wir